Hey everybody, it's Dr. JJ Peterson. And before we start today's episode, I want to tell you about another amazing show that's part of the HubSpot podcast family. ABM Conversations hosted by Yog Ganesh. Looking to stray away from fluff metrics and vanity marketing? ABM Conversations helps B2B marketers and sales professionals explore strategies and tactics and real experiments to drive revenue, customer engagement, and retention. Some of the recent episodes that I've really been loving are doing product marketing the right way with Yoni Solomon. And there was an episode on implementing customer growth that explored the entire step-by-step process. And you know me. I love a good step-by-step process. (laughs) If you are needing a weekly deep dive that deconstructs marketing tactics and strategies used by world-class performers that works for your content, marketing strategy, online advertising, knowledge panels, product marketing, the list goes on and on and on. You need to listen to ABM Conversations, and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. talk all the time about how you can use the story brand framework for your marketing specifically, right? Like this is a really great tool that you can use to invite your customers into a story where they become the hero and you are their guide. Yes. And now we want you to imagine what are the other ways that you can incorporate the story brand framework into your business? I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Makers. April, would you mind playing a little game with me? (gasps) I would love to. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I think you've actually played this game before, but this is in the improv world because you and I both uh, have some experience in improv in the past. It's called the Yes And Game. Oh, I love this one. You know this game. Yes. Don't you love this game? So the premise behind this game for our hero makers, for our listeners, is that when it comes to improv... When you want to keep a scene moving forward, you want to be make it funny and grow, you don't ever say no. You sit there and when somebody gives you an idea, gives you a line, then your job is to go yes and and expand on it, right? So that's kind of just the rules behind the game. And then you just see where it goes. That's okay? right. So here we go, April. So I'm going to I'm gonna start out the scene and then you and I are going to see... <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're going to see how long we can keep this interesting. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Okay. April, I really want to go ice skating. Yes. And I feel like we should get ice cream as well. Yes. And let's go to Jenny's because the last time I was in Jenny's, there was actually a fight between these two people. And I want to go back and see if the window is broken. Yes. And then let's walk down to Bar Taco because they have the absolute best plantains and they give you this ranch dressing. It's not really ranch dressing, but it's white and it's delicious. And I have to have it. I have to have more of it. Yes. And I actually want that ranch in a ranch fountain for my wedding. 
I want to take it and I want to dip everything at my wedding in that ranch at that ranch fountain. Yes. And then you can also toss ranch onto your people as they're leaving the wedding. (laughs) No. Oh, no. I'm ending the game. No. Okay. Um, although I love that. I love that idea. Cause so, cause, and this is exactly what happens with yes. And is sometimes you just don't know where it's going to go and it can eventually get a little ridiculous. But the idea is we had no idea that we were going to end at my wedding when we started with right. let's go ice skating. Right. right? <laughs> we didn't know where this was going to end up, but we were able to go to a whole bunch of different places, specifically ranch, which is one of my favorite things ever. Uh-huh, me too. And I'm not kidding. I really, yeah. Do. When I get married, <laughs> I've already decided. I've decided I want a ranch fountain at my <laughs> wedding, and I want to dip all uh, pretzels, French fries, wings, and French fries mm-hmm. and cheese, uh, everything, everything you can possibly dip in ranch. And and I'll just say now, you're everybody listening is invited. You can come if you know the details. You're all welcome. I'm not getting married anytime soon, but I'm just saying everybody is welcome to the ranch fountain. But who knew that we were going to end up there when I said, let's go ice skating. And it makes it for a really fun, imaginative, surprising game that actually takes us to places that we never knew we could go before, right? The reason we're talking about this today, one, is because we wanted to have a little fun. Yes. <laughs> but, but two, is because, you know, we talk all the time about how you can use the story brand framework for your marketing specifically, right? Like this is a really great tool that you can use to invite your customers into a story where they become the hero and you are their guide. Yes. And... Now we want you to imagine what are the other ways that you can incorporate the story brand framework into your business. There are so many avenues that we have seen our hero makers take along the way. Again, let's just do a quick review of the story brand framework. And I want you to, as I am talking about it, imagine where could you put this not just in your marketing, but in in another aspect of your business. So, of course, we start with the hero of a story, the character. What do they want? Then after you've defined what they want, you've got to talk about their problem. What problem are they experiencing? What's the thing that's happening to them that is keeping them from getting what they want? And then how are they feeling about that? the internal problem, and then what's the epic injustice of it all, the philosophical problem. Then you are going to come in as the guide and you are going to show empathy towards how they are feeling. You know, you've been there, you get it. And you're going to provide some authority on the matter, making sure that they know, oh, you're a trustworthy guide. You've been along this way before and you've helped many, many other people get rid of this problem. You've got authority in this space. After that, a great guide provides a plan. One, two, three steps to getting rid of the problem or one, two, three steps for how they're actually going to move forward. Then you're going to call them to action so that they will actually take action. (laughs) Nobody's going to move forward without that key piece. And then 
You want to paint what their life is going to look like. If their problem continues, that's failure. And then what is their life going to look like if their problem is solved? That's success. So where can you weave these elements, not just in marketing? Could you weave it into your internal communications? Your employees, they need to know exactly what it is that they want and what problems they're experiencing and how you're going to be the guide to help them. And then you're providing them with clear plans along the way. You can incorporate this in just so many ways. And we thought, what better way than to show you somebody who's actually had a lot of success, like millions of dollars worth of success of weaving this into their business that they work for. So I got to talk to Brannon Borland. He is the vice president of marketing at FSG Electric and Lighting in Houston, Texas, or just north of Houston, Texas. And I mean, they work with some of the biggest brands in the land, providing them electric and lighting solutions. And he has really utilized the framework in so many creative ways that we thought it would just be so helpful for you to hear them, to be inspired by them, and to incorporate maybe some of the ideas that he shares into your business today. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. And yes, and with Brandon Borland. Brandon Borland, thank you so much for joining us on the Marketing Made Simple podcast today. Of course. Thanks for calling and having me. I love it. Absolutely. So Brandon, tell us where you work and what you do. So I work for a company called Facility Solutions Group, and um, we recognize that um, businesses across the nation face challenges when it comes to operating their facilities. And um, I mean, these challenges are numerous, right? These are big, complex buildings and they need vendors and contractors they can count on to do everything from uh, make sure they've got a nice sign to make sure the lights work, to uh, make sure they have the electrical infrastructure, the building controls. And so we do all of that and we try to do it uh, and provide a single source contact or a single point of contact for those uh, facility operators. So it makes their life a little bit easier. I've been in my role here at FSG for 10 years, uh, leading uh, marketing and communications. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's that's who I work for, and that's what I do. Uh, Hero Makers, did you notice how Brandon had an incredible one-liner for what <laughs> for what he does? That is because Brandon has woven the Story Brand Framework, the Marketing Made Simple Sales Funnel, into just about everything that you do at Facilities Solution Group. Is that right? That is true. Yeah, we we started, of course, with the challenge that I had back three or four years ago, I guess, was, you know, how do you do marketing? <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I read the building a story brand and, uh, I read it on an airplane between Houston and California. It was, it was that capturing to me. I'm not a very good reader. So that, that, that says something right there about the book. It really clicked. And so, you know, we sat down and we focused on marketing first and, and, uh, we saw a lot of success when we just said fewer words and made it a little bit cleaner and simpler. And, uh, focused on that for the first year or two. And then of course, when 2020 hit all of a sudden, and I think this was true for everybody, everybody realized, oh, wow, we're really bad at communicating internally. Um, and I don't think we were the only company that realized that. And so really began focusing on, okay, how can we make this simpler and cleaner? And the truth is that internal communication is really the only difference between 
marketing and internal communications is marketing. You're looking for people to pay you internal communications. You're taking care of the people that you pay. I'd love to hear. Do you have a specific internal communication example that you can share? So our hero makers can kind of understand exactly how you've woven this in. One of the things that I remember um, really clearly the first time that, you know, I read the book and then we flew out to Nashville and we sat down with you guys and we went through the, the initially the three day, you know, workshop. Right. And I remember one of the things that was said in the workshop uh, was, you know, all of these parts, it's nice if they're all in order, but sometimes they're not always in order. And it's kind of like a symphony, right? As long as you have all the parts and you, you're making music, right? So, so it's kind of hard. I was thinking about that. I was like, is there a good example where I have it all in order exactly the way that it's outlined? I couldn't really think of one, but you know, one of the things that we do is we, we do a, a newsletter, a quarterly newsletter out of our corporate office. And one of the things that I really challenge the people that are writing the content in that is to think first about what the problem is that's being solved um, before they even begin to write it and really focus on that first and then make sure that we're answering that in the writing. And so in that, what we found is that people find the, the newsletter is not as long as it used to be. Um, it's not as boring as it used to be. We've actually determined there's some things we're not going to write about and talk about because there isn't really a problem to solve there. So we're just going to skip that. And then we've also discovered things that we had no idea they were a problem. And then we're currently rolling out a lighting auditing platform. One of the big lines of our business is lighting retrofits. And lighting retrofits are challenging. I mean, they are, they are complicated because number one, uh, lighting technology is always changing. So we identified um, this was the problem, right? You know, to, to really get a, a lighting proposal out the door, you have to be timely and, and you have to be quick. And customers want it, you know, by the time they decide to do one, their boss is already breathing down their throat and they've, they're already behind the ball. So, so we've got to come up with a way to make this faster, smoother, more efficient, whatever it is. That's, that was the problem. And so we actually applied StoryBrand in the deployment of an application. And we actually sat down and we looked at it and we went, okay, so let's start there. Okay, now who is going to be the guide in this situation? Uh, and what is it that they have in their hand to solve the problem? And so in that, then we identified a product owner, which is not a new title by any means. I mean, technology developers will know you've got product owners and product managers. But the idea is this product owner is not just dealing with the development side, but they're also answering the problem and they're making sure that that sword they're carrying in their hand is solving the problem. And then we said, okay, so the sword in their hand is the software. Now we're going to go to market and here's how we're going to go to market with the software within our company. And then uh, here's what success looks like. And we, we touch on failure a little bit because that's kind of fun sometimes, especially with internal audiences, but you got to be really careful there. You know, we show them how it's going to be easier and lighting retrofits are going to be made better. So we put all that together and then we have a communications campaign that mirrors that. So last week, the product owner literally flew into our office here. We're in Conroe, Texas, just north of Houston. And um, he's in New Jersey. So he flew in from New Jersey and we shot videos and we uh, recorded audio just like we're doing here today with each part of that component. And what was really interesting about it was in that process, he, uh, he's, a, he's an engineer. He's, you know, very technical focused. And he gave me his initial draft of what he wanted to say in rolling this out to our sales teams and announcing this product. And uh, we sat here in the office and I said, no, let's, what are we solving first? Let's go back to what are we solving first? Let's start with that. Okay. Now, who are you? <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. What are you bringing to the table that brings you, that makes you valuable? Why should I trust you? Let's start, let's do that. Then what's going to happen if I do this? 
And it was like a light bulb went off with him and he had so much fun and we made the videos and a video that was originally going to be about 20 minutes long, I think is now, you know, four and a half minutes right now with edits. Again, it's not just making the marketing message simpler. I mean, everything you've got to sell and market anything, any idea you have, anything you're doing, you got to sell it to somebody. And, uh, you know, so internal audiences, you know, are no exception to that. And, And I think that's probably the best example I've got lately is using the process, not just in the planning of what we're going to buy. And that was another part of this was we went through an 18-month process. What are we going to buy? And so we thought about it. What problem are we really trying to solve? And the interesting thing there was we had a bunch of problems we'd made up in our heads. And when we really sat down and figured it out, it was like, oh, wait, there's, we don't need to solve those. Those, are, those aren't real things. Those are things we just made up. Here's the real problems. You just gave us so much gold. <laughs> so much gold. And it sounds like from what I'm hearing you say, a lot of what you do is starting with the problem that people are experiencing either internally in your organization or as it relates to the product. And as you're launching it going, what is the problem that this product solves and letting that help inform even the development, the rollout, and then of course, the sales and marketing of that. It's almost like in my mind, you love starting your music with the B chord, which is the problem section. A minor. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you start playing jazz, right? You just go Mm -hmm. over and you're like, what else does this need? Oh, it would be really compelling and fun to sprinkle in a little bit of failure here and then end in success, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you've just really learned to speak this language as a marketer, as a salesperson, as an internal communicator, it just sounds like it's empowered you to do your job better. Hey, Hero Makers, April Sunshine here. Every week on Marketing Made Simple, JJ and I love sharing tips and tools to help make your marketing easy and make it work. So whether you're a captain of one or commanding an entire crew, a HubSpot CRM platform is a powerful tool for keeping your business running in ship shape. Other CRMs can feel cobbled together, but HubSpot is carefully crafted in-house for businesses like yours. Its suite of marketing tools work together seamlessly so you and your team can focus on what really matters. Your customers, of course, or as we like to call them, your heroes. You can also save and reuse your best performing emails and share them with your team for a faster and more consistent way to communicate with prospects. Use social media tools to schedule and publish updates, monitor terms, and even analyze performance. Learn how to grow better by connecting your people, your customers, and your business at HubSpot.com. Hero Makers, you know that we certify the best marketers in the world to become story brand guides, but did you know that we also certify full suite marketing agencies? That's right. If you own a marketing agency and you need your entire team to understand the story brand framework, apply to become a certified agency at storybrand.com slash agency. Most agency owners we talk to feel like they're carrying the burden of creating great marketing all by themselves. And it's really costing them because they're burning themselves out. They're becoming a bottleneck for their team and they're wasting 
wasting time trying to train new team members or their current team members instead of focusing on growing their business. So when you become a StoryBrand certified agency, you get on-site training on the StoryBrand framework for your entire team. We actually send somebody to you or virtually to do the training for you. You get an exclusive license for your team to use the StoryBrand framework with all of your clients so that everybody can use the same proven framework to get results for your clients. You also get access to our amazing, unbelievable community of guides and other certified agencies and so much more. As a StoryBrand certified agency, you'll feel confident that your entire team knows how to create marketing that works. Apply today at storybrand.com agency. And now back to the show. I've always loved writing and I've always loved speaking and I've always loved those things, but I never had a, a clear concept of, of how to think about what I was writing. I mean, you have the ideas but you've got to sit down and think about it. Like you think about it. It's like thinking, how am I going to, and I never had a concept of how to do that. And so I got lost in the beginning a lot on, um, like, for example, when we were working on the website, initially story branding our website, it was like, oh, well, I, I really think that I didn't do that call to action in the exact right spot. I'm off by like six pixels. Like I would get really focused on that. And when I finally forgave myself for not making it perfect and just accepting that, and, and, and also the other thing too, to note is we're, we're primarily focused in selling to other businesses. We're not selling to consumers. I say that B2B is B2C on steroids because you've got to convince, you know, with B2C, you've got to convince one person with B2B, you've got to convince a committee. And so you've got to figure out a way to convince six people in the same room. But, um, the truth is everybody's a consumer. So you know, no matter whether they're making a decision for a large airline or they're making a decision for their home, there's, they're still making decisions emotionally. So what I came to the conclusion of was, you know, look, just remember that you're, you're these are just people. This is simple. Like, don't overthink this. And, uh, man, that's, that's the most empowering part. Uh, and it lets you have some freedom and some fun. I totally relate to what you're saying, especially with, you've got to convince a full committee of people in order to move forward with a project. Well, that means you need to be as clear as humanly possible, because if you're up against other competitors, which I would assume in your space, they're collecting bids from multiple companies, the clearest proposal is going to win. It's a good thing. You have invested countless hours now at this point in number one story brand training uh, for you, your team. And of course, going in and just infiltrating your whole system, your whole, all of your processes. And how much money would you say that FSG has made because you have used the story brand principles in your business? So it's one of my favorite questions to think about because the answer is, is hard to get. This is the problem with marketing, right? So, well, everybody knows the problem with marketing is, is everybody has a different definition of ROI. I look at it this way. In 2018, when we, when we switched, we made about three or four changes to our website. If I remember correctly, we made them at the Nashville airport as we were waiting for the airplane to go home. I mean, it was that simple. And uh, we saw a 38% increase in conversions. It was just right there. 
then, um, you know, from that time period now, I mean, we're well over 200% growth in our digital presence. So with all of that said, I mean, you know, we invested the time and the energy to travel to Nashville. I've been out there twice for two different workshops and my team, I make them all read the book. Uh, We invested in a workshop with you guys. And, and I would say all total, we probably, you know, spend 50, 60, $70,000 in those efforts. But then on top of that, you know, we've probably spent, you know, closer to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars over the last three or four years doing all of these things. And I would say easily four to $5 million in return. We are celebrating <laughs> with you over that. And it's really been a testament to the hard work that you have done to really champion this in your own brain. And then within the company itself, and you've just put it into so much of your ecosystem and we're just, we cannot wait to see where you go from here. So Brandon, thank you for giving our hero makers so many things to think (laughs) about in ways that they can put the story brand framework to good use in their business, in their B2B business, in their B2C business, in their nonprofit. It just works in so many ways. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom and your story with us today. Absolutely. Happy to. Brandon, thank you so much for sharing how you have really taken the story brand framework and yes, anded it into a whole bunch of different areas of your business. And holy cow, it made such an impact. That is so unbelievable. So thank you for sharing and really helping our hero makers imagine what other areas that they can use the story brand framework to grow their business as well. And if you want to become an expert in the story brand framework. If you want to know how to take this and apply it to somebody's marketing and messaging to grow their business and just want to understand how to use this in so many different areas, whether it's sales, customer service, internal communication, everything you do, if you want to become an expert, a certified expert in the story brand framework, then become a story brand certified guide. We certify the best marketers in the world. And this is an amazing community of people who really work so hard to make sure that their customers are the heroes and their customers succeed. They want other people's businesses to grow. And if you want to become one of those story brand certified guides and help other businesses grow, and also, by the way, grow your business, create a business and the life that you want to live, then go to storybrand.com slash guide, and you can apply to be a story brand certified guide today and become an expert in the story brand framework. Well, hero makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. You know, we say that you can immediately use this episode to shape your marketing and clarify your message. And with today's actionable step, I want you to think about the fact that, yes, you've applied this to your external marketing. Yes, and I want you to apply it to your internal marketing. And here's what I mean by that. Every time you are communicating anything, you are 
marketing, right? Whether that's externally or internally, you are either marketing, like Brandon said, to people who pay you or to the people you pay. You want to be an expert marketer internally to your team. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about the next email internal communication that you are going to send out, whether that is to one person or your entire team, whether that's, you know, as Brandon talked about a newsletter or just an update. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about the person on the other end or the team on the other end being the hero of the story. This story that you are about to write, this email that you are about to communicate in is not about you. It is about them. So how do you position them as the hero of the story? You're about to roll out maybe a new initiative or you're trying to get people to get excited about even showing up to somebody's birthday party, right? <laughs> and the way you do that is by saying, what is it that they are going to want from this experience? What do they want out of this? Now, what are the problems that are getting in the way for them? How can I position myself with empathy and authority, be their guide to say, I get your problems. I get that this is an issue, but here's the thing. I have a way forward and give them a plan. One, two, three. And then what is the action that you want them to take after reading this email? Don't just let it sit there and make, you know, go, well, think about this. No, give them an action to actually take after they have read their email. Is it send another email back to you? Is it sign a piece of paper? Is it write down three things? What is the actionable step that they need to take to engage in this story? And then cast a vision for what life is like on the other side. Use words like imagine. Imagine the way that this can happen, da, 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 right? Show them what success looks like. So that's what I want you to do with this week's actionable step is just stop right now and think about what is the next email, what is the next internal communication that I'm about to send out? And recognize I am not the hero of this email. This story is not about me. If you actually want people to move, if you actually want people to engage with what you're about to send them, think of them as the hero of the story. Think of them as the hero of the email that you are about to send and write it that way. I promise you, it will change everything. You will not only get more engagement and get more done within your company, but people will actually begin to live out this amazing story that you're inviting them into. They will feel more purpose. They will feel more meaning. They will feel more connected to the overall goals of the organization. So that's what I want you to do. In your next internal communication, See how you can position the audience who is receiving that internal communication as the hero of the story. You get to be the hero maker. When we give you these actionable steps, it's all about giving value to your customer, whether it's internal customer or external customer. You are helping solve their problem and you are helping make them the hero. That's why we call you hero makers. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.